up, everybody? I go by the name of Sly. And I'm Cardia Dadon. And we want to encourage you guys to listen to The Melting Pot. Where we will release new episodes every Sunday discussing today's most hottest and controversial topics. Stirring up all things popular culture. And you know what they say. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Brought to you by The Melting Pot. me the picture of how you say how that bad barbie bad baby i never knew how to pronounce that girl name that's just how irrelevant she is but show me a little picture you know catch me outside girl and i was like that is not her because i mean i know what she looked like pre-fame and i you know and i'm just like that is not her like this is like a whole black woman you know what i'm saying like or a person of color, you know what I'm saying? But I could tell it was heavily makeup contour, you know, shades, that's not your shade. Like, when I've seen white women contour their face and you're supposed to get foundation that matches your skin, <laughs> your skin tone, maybe a little more, maybe a little lighter if you want the uh, pop or darker if you want it, you know, really like slim the face, you know. Depending on how the light hit. Y'all know makeup terms. That girl was like five shades tone darker. Like she was five tones darker. Like that, that, that's that's not okay. I'm interested to really see what the comments was. What people were saying. I know I had I know she was getting drugged, but I also know what some people, them few people be like, I don't see nothing wrong with it. It's not that big of a deal. If she want to do that, let her do that. That's her. No, I, I hate people. Who, I hate people like you. Y'all are part of the problem. People like that are part of the fucking problem. So it's like, just like you were saying with, um, you know, give me your, your friend just because you got a white friend and you all your friends have me black and you saying the N-word around them. If they give you that pass, they wrong too. And I, I look at them, them black people a certain type of way too. And I'd be like, you're you're stupid and you're part of the problem. But if you do that, that's your friend. You know what I'm saying? Don't come over here to people you don't know as strangers, um, you know, saying the N-word. Because you're going to get the shit smacked out of you. You're going to get cussed out. You're going to get looked at crazy. Like, dumb folks don't know you. And you know, and you know you're not supposed to be using that word. Like, and why I just wanna know why it bothers them so much. Like, why does it bother you? This one word that you can't say, why does it bother you so much? Because they like to have access to everything. They feel like they deserve access to everything. And I'm unfortunately, we gotta hold the gates back. Because it's just we literally are giving them too much access, which is literally enabling them to be even more disrespectful. And you're probably like, huh? What is he talking about? Well, 
I got a couple examples. You know how you know how black people or any people when but I'm gonna use black people as an example. When everybody's having a good time, you know, might be going off a couple of drinks, get a little loud. When black people do it, they're considered ghetto. However, I was at the Atlanta airport one day on the on the thing called the plane train. If you don't know about it, come ride it. I was on the plane train and it was a group of four Karens who just came back or going to wherever they're going to. Drunk as shit. Drunk as shit. At like 10.30 in the morning. <clears throat> Might I add. And they was, hi, hey, hi, hi, just loud, having a good time. Nobody said nothing. Nobody looked at them crazy because it was four white women. But let it have been four young girls on their way to Miami, same attitude, same energy. Oh, they ghetto, they loud, they this, they that, they la 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 la, whoopty whoopty whoop. But them four old ass Karens, they wasn't young Karens, they were old Karens. Kids probably my age and older, and I'm grown. Nobody said nothing. Nobody even better than I. But like I said, let it be me and my friends doing that at 10:30. And that's the problem. That's the problem. They get all these passes, and they get access to be disrespectful. Like um. I was somewhere. I was somewhere. And this doodle bob ass bitch with with knotless braids and some big eyelashes. Somehow it was a mixed miscommunication. So the bitch looked at me like she wanted some smoke. Not knowing I would knock all that shit off her motherfucking face. I'm real black. You fake black. Don't you ever look at me like you got a problem. Why you over here look like a caricature? Who are you? I'm not the one. I'm not the one. Anybody who know me, I, I, I want it in real life. With everybody. Black, white, yellow. I've seen a video. Um, I want to say it was like this college campus, North Carolina or somewhere. I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, this white girl, she was drunk kept calling this black girl, I think she was like the RA or something like that in the dorm. And she kept calling her a nigger, a nigger, a nigger, a nigger. So the girl, the black girl, she handled it very well. And like, you could tell by the voices, like some of the people in the background who were recording, they were white or whatever. And they were like on the black girl's side or whatever. Like those people, they get it. We come in, you know, white people that get it, you know. But it's just the fact that the girl... She, she, like, I don't want to hear no, I was drunk. Like, no, she, she said what she said. She meant it with such disdain. Like, she meant it so disrespectfully. And, um, it was a certain thing said in the video. I think the, one of the people in the background was like, oh, you're going to prison for a long time. And the girl was like, look at me. She was like, she was like, no, I'm not. And she just like, she was just so confident. And it's just like, it was just like. Mm, she may be and you know the thing is what that gets me is and I want to know the follow up like she may get some jail time or whatever or like um, you know her reputation will be ruined you know her trying to get a job in the future it may be ruined but my thing is 
there's an even bigger possibility that it'll just get swept under the carpet somewhere. You know what I'm saying? And it won't affect her long term. You know, as far as like job opportunities, you know, don't let her get famous for doing whatever or, you know, being a white a white woman because, you know, some of y'all are just famous out here, no talent. And some of, you know, it's passed down, you know, family-wise. <clears throat> Kardashians. It's just the fact that, like, that bothers me more because it's just like, just because, like, of the story you was telling, you know, when it comes from a white perspective, if it, if it, if the roles were reversed, oh, that black girl, she ruined forever for, you know, saying white slurs and, you know, acting uh, unruly in public. And, you know, it's just like that will follow her because the Internet is forever. But, you know, that it would just have a different impact if the roles were reversed or whatever. So I'm just, you know, stuff like that. And it happens every day. And, it you know, it really that bothers me, too. So it's just like, how do we, I guess the question is, how do we make sure that, you know, that this stuff, these kind of things don't keep happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, what can we do as a black community besides, you know, keeping a, a tighter hold on, on the reins or whatever, the gates? You know, we holding the gates. Like, what else can we do? Stop gassing them up. That's the problem. That's the whole problem. People gas them up. And because people make it feel like it's okay, then it becomes okay. And it's not okay. Now, I'm not saying, like, you can't be friends with them, but they need to know their place. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't want to say it like that. Makes they need to know certain behaviors are not okay. And the reason why it's not okay is because literally they're doing what was done in the past white people would take black paint and black face black face right they're literally doing that in our faces and we're literally like ah, you just like one of us no they're not because at the end of the day when they go home to their parents brian and carol they don't look like that they don't talk like that they don't act like that. So my thing is, if you cannot act like that at Carol and Brian's house, you're not going to act like that at my house. Because I don't get to take my skin off. I don't get to take this Southern accent off. I can, you know, um, cold switch for work. But at the end of the day, don't let them folks at work try me either. But I don't get to just be black when I want to be. Black is not a convenience store. And black people have failed to understand that. We don't just get to, you know, just because we may act a certain way, and I'm not going to say act white because it's, what is acting white? But act studious. Just because we act studious and well-mannered and that don't mean they're going to let us in. They're still going to look at us and be like, because at the end of the day, we're still black. No matter no matter what cardigan sweater we put on. So you got a group of friends and there's only one black, that one black um, person in the friend group. And you know, you're more posh. You're more of a posh black, you know, educated, you know, group around white people your whole life. Blase, blase. You thinking, 
you know, you're kind of one of them. You know, you think y'all all the same and stuff. Let something come up missing, and they gonna be the they gonna look at you first. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you're still black. You're not. You know, you've been treated this whole time. You didn't think they was gonna do you like that as one of them, except for when they cell phone come on missing and it was only y'all in the house or in the car. I'm glad you said that because I have a I have a story. I was at work. I was at work one day sitting at a table and you already know this story. You know where I'm going with this. It was sitting at a table. It was two white people, two black people at the table. Um we ended up leaving, starting our work day. However, the two white people before the shift started, apparently they went somewhere and the white young lady, she withdrew $900 from an ATM. Anybody who knows anything about an ATM knows the most you could probably get is between three to five. But hey, she withdrew nine that day. Whatever. It goes missing. Now, mind you, we... Our, our company is so big we started together but we went our separate ways after we left that table so um they my my, my supervisor found me and he um he, he he asked he asked me like where have I been all day um apparently they watched security footage of me all day so he asked me where I've been even though y'all been watching me all day Anyway, then he asked me, well, do I have any money on me? Now, he never told me why he's asking me these questions, because really, something else happened that day. And so that's what I thought he was asking about. But that's, it's not really important to bring that in to tell y'all that. But something else happened that day. So I thought he was really asking us questions for that. But he's asking me about something else. So then he goes, well, do you have any um, money in your pocket? I was like, yeah. He was like, well, how much do you have? I'm like, $60. He's like, oh, okay. So I go, so what are all these questions about? So then he goes, do you know such and such and such and such? Now, we call such and such by her middle name. He calls such and such by her first name. So I was like, who? That's, why, that's what happens when people don't go by their real names. So he already like on edge because you know there's $900 in the wind and so now he think I'm playing games knowing that such and such said that we was at the table together so he was like so you don't know such and such I was like no he was like well y'all sat together and I was like oh that's because we called her by her middle name well her money is missing, and now we have to do an investigation and find where I went. So you think I got her money? Now, mind you, the supervisor is also black, so it's a problem because you you got this prejudged notion of me, and because he does he doesn't know me. I've only been working there for like two weeks at this point so he don't really know me this is our first encounter it's a big department so he supervised so many people so he does not know me this is our first encounter so your first encounter of me you think i'm a thief 
I don't play no fuck ass games. I don't got no reason to steal. And why would I steal? And I mean, $900? That's more than you would have made in that day. So I'm going home. I'm going to clock out. Even if, if I did have that money, I'm clocking out. <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts. I just threw up. <laughs> I kind of told him this. I said, I wouldn't, st- if I was going to steal, I wouldn't steal from the, em- I wouldn't steal from the employees knowing where I work. I would just steal from the, I feel like that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? The people that patronize the business. Right. That makes sense to me, don't it? Right. Because you right. know what they exactly. got. <laughs> right. Right. To make the long story short, the whole thing was a witch hunt. And they ended up finding out that she was on some bullshit. Once they realized you can't take $900 from the ATM. Once they realized... um Cause she was like she's going out of town for her son's birthday the next day and she needed the money but um she went out of town when she came back she never said nothing about the money if nine hundred dollars is missing when i come back i'm going to say something about that money still even if i went to bora bora but hey it was a witch hunt the supervisor ended up apologizing and you know what he said we had to do all of that because it was a white woman's tears. Bitch, y'all tell me that shit. Because that's some shit I take to the next level. Don't fucking play with me. Right. You patronize me, accuse me, deform my character, and, you know, have me saying, damn, I'm about to lose my job over something that you know you didn't do deep down in your heart. Like, just to please. A white woman, a crying white woman, a hysterical white woman. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Most black people can't pull 900 out the ATM, let alone 500, <laughs> the limit. <laughs> so. Right. You accused me of stealing. Then, I didn't tell y'all this part. You told the whole department, which is over almost 200 people at one time that there was a thief among us and you made it seem like we was finna do a whole little drop bag search right now but then you go and you called you was like everybody can go except those people that was at that table so now we gotta walk through all these other people you let everybody else walk out so now everybody else know that it's four possible thieves I don't like that shit. We get into this room. We got to empty out our bag. And another reason why I'm mad, because I had a whole bunch of snacks from the bag in my, from the job in my bag. All kind of stuff came out that motherfucking book bag. But it wasn't no money that came out. So it, it was a wash because what they ended up finding out the money was split through other people through that day. So they really let that money walk out after they made that big scene. And if you know what I know, I know who got that motherfucking money. But I won't finna go back and make no a big deal about it. But I know I know where that money went. I surely do. But see I mind my business. Like a good black person ought to mind our business. 
Yeah, I'm out my bed. I know where that money went. Plus, the person who helped split that money is also cool with the supervisor. So I'm not finna get into all of that. So before y'all judging me, you don't know you don't know the whole story. Uh-uh. They they buddy buddy. And of course he was gonna tell them nope, nope, I'm out of my business. It was my nine hundred dollars and she just accused me of stealing fuck her. So look y'all, all we saying is stay in your lane. And if we as black people keep giving passes and inviting people in, we're gonna lose our culture. You know what I'm saying? It won't be our culture. It won't be black culture. It'll be just culture. It takes a different uh, connotation when you add the word black culture. Let me just ask you and the people at home, but Cartier, when you hear culture, name some words. What are the first things that come to your mind? Spelman, Howard, Morehouse, Angela Bassett. Hot sauce. Okay. Now, let's take away the word black and culture what comes to your mind um zimbabwe mud claw hot sauce hot sauce is a cultural thing you know a lot of people actually don't like hot sauce that's really that's our thing and when you hear the word culture what do you what comes to your mind the united nations pass the plate uh <laughs> holidays religion Okay, so now we think of black culture. What do you think about MLK, nineties, a different world, Will Smith, City Girls, Migos, Atlanta, cookouts, streetlights, <laughs> come home from streetlights, come on, like yeah, freak me, like the black people in the nineties, like they they made a whole era. Yeah, you had your say by the bell too, but them black people was really blackening during that time. Like that nineties was for for us by us. Washing meat, washing meat in the sink. Like this, this is just black, like seasoning meat in the sink. Like, I just like I like I don't know. It's just so me. I can keep going and going and going. But like you see what the difference is though. Like if we we're two black people. But if we were to ask two random white people, or I call up some of my white friends, because you know, I, 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 we're not racist. We do have white friends and uh, family members. Like, you know, we're just, you know, we know it's not everybody as a whole, but some of y'all, just like it's some black people, it's some, y'all know what y'all white people be doing, the ones that y'all don't claim. But it's just, it's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it just belongs to us. Like, only. We're, we're black people. We're just on that same wavelength. Like we all live the same childhood, same worlds. Like it's just like, you know, and as we get older, we just start discovering like, dang, even random people on Twitter, like you'll see a post and you be like, yo, we all really was living the same childhood growing up. Like when you think Sunday, what's playing in the house? You got Luther Vandross playing, some Anita Baker, some OJ, some Temptations, some cleaning up music because it's Sunday morning and your mama busting in your room, waking you up at your good sleep or, or interrupting your good Disney Channel or cartoon show talking about some pick a room. Pick a room for what? She's like, well, I ain't about to clean this house all by myself. Pick a room. And then that music, you just hear that music blasting in the background. It's just... We all lived 
another important thing I want to mention, because you remember I said Morehouse Spellman Howard, right? You know, the elite HBCUs, but all HBCUs are important. Let's not disrespect our Savannah State, our other states, University of Grambling, JSU. But I've seen this, this trend on TikTok that there's white professors at a HPCU. And I don't understand that. Because don't have me go from kindergarten to 12th grade, teach me about HBCUs, and I get there and there's a Jabberwock teaching my class. I understand we all gotta pay bills, but we gotta remember the HPUs were created because we cannot attend their universities. These new students are going and looking for a cultural experience that's cultivated for them by them. The fact that there's a professor at TSU, a white man, that yelled at a black student in his face violently. Like he was over the desk and the student was sliding in. It was one of those like desks like that. Those little wooden desks that hop over your lap hop over your lap. Yeah. Um, also, I have another problem. Those other black students should have beat the fuck out that white man. Because why y'all letting him get that irate? You would never yell at me like that. You would have got beat the fuck up. Nobody said nothing. Nobody did nothing. He needs to be at um Harvard, Yale, Georgia, um, UGA. But you're not going to be at TSU. You don't even belong there. Boo, you don't even go here. Then I seen another TikTok video. Um, This white lady was giving out essays or whatever. And the essay topic at HBCU was very on brand. The white professor told her she could not write about this topic. And the reason was something along the lines of basically it was too much for the room. Bitch, you read the room. Where the fuck are you? So yeah, I got a problem with that. I got a problem with that. When I walk into an HBCU classroom, I better see Viola Davis on that chalkboard and not Sandra Bullock. We gonna have a problem. We gonna have a whole problem. A whole problem. I feel like it does defeat its original purpose. But if we say that and then we make it like, don't make it like a rule or regulation, then, you know, that's something they have to fight for. For, you know, to allow. Well, of course, we're not going to put it down on paper, but it needs to be understood across the board. Because, like, like yeah, right, majority of the teachers at a HBCU should not be white. You know what I'm saying? That's. Not really what you're going for, like, and it's not to put focus on skin color. It's just like, come on, you're you're going to a historically black college, like, you know, you want to see people in those positions that look like you, right? Like I said, the reason why they were created, cause we cannot go to their school. Right. Of course, they can't put it down on paper, but like I said, and my HBCU, my English 1101 professor needs to look like me. My organic chem professor needs to look like me. 
the people on the other side of my cafeteria line serving me food needs to look like me. Right, like we don't want y'all to focus on the negative of, you know, what that could mean. Because what we're what we mean when we say that is this, and don't try and flip it to something else. Because this is what and I think I can speak it on all black people. Like we want to see people who look like us in those respected positions. Like being a being a college professor is a respectful career. Right. I'm starting to see a lot. A female and not only female but black pilots but female pilots too like I want me as a black female I want to see another black female pilot you know in a respectable job you know we already have black doctors of uh, both genders or whatever okay let's take it a step further let's get for the LGBT plus community let's get you know a trans man or woman, you know, as a doctor, you know, you know, and I think that is something when I speak on them, that's something that they could take, you know, pride in or whatever. And, you know, that relates to them because it's like, they see somebody like them who's looked down on, uh, by certain people in, you know, this society that, you know, that's a respectful job and someone who looks like them is doing that job and doing it successfully. If I'm sick and I go to the hospital, I don't care if you're a trans man, trans, whatever you got going on down south, don't matter to me. Right. If you know what you're doing to help me live, come on, bring it right. on. If you got a mask on, so I can't tell if you got on a beard and lipstick. God, come on. <laughs> and you, you should, I shouldn't even know if my doctor's a trans man, trans woman. But you still have a patient out there that only, you know, they don't want no black. I seen y'all, y'all know I love Grey's Anatomy. I seen an episode like that. This patient did not want, uh, I think it was Bailey trying to treat treat him. Did not want Bailey, you know, she's a, um, you know, black doctor to treat treat him. So she was black. She pointed, she, I forgot who he pointed to. He pointed to like, I don't know, uh, Kepner or somebody, you know, like, or Hunt, you know, white, a white male and a white woman to come treat them. Like, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's people like that. Like, oh, you you're trans or you're gay. I don't want you to touch me. Like, you know, there, there's still some people out there like that, but if they are literally could save your life, you're that stubborn. But how would they know if you don't, if your doctor walks into the room looking like a man, sounding like a man, thick beard, unless he goes, Hey, I'm your trans doctor. You would never know that this man was a woman. Yeah. We just saying, you know, it's good to see people who look like you, who are a good representation, you know. And to tie it back to holding the gates and gatekeeping and keeping our black culture, we just have to be more conscious because we don't want to end up giving out too many passes and losing some of the things that make being black being black. Some of the things that make up our culture. Some of the things that give us that sentimental and that feeling of accomplishment of our experiences as black people. And don't forget our beautiful melanated people and non-melanated people. This one you can join in too. Don't forget, if you have not already, go and see Wakanda Forever. Oh yeah, I ain't seen that yet. You ain't seen no. it? No, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, don't go after work if you know your eyes get low like mine do. Because it is long, almost three hours. But I would recommend it. I do have to go see it again. 
but I recommend it. Go see it. Give it a try. I'm your host, Sly. I'm Cardi the Dawn. And this, this has been The Melting Pot. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. You can follow us on Twitter at The Melting Pot 16. You can follow us on Facebook at The Melting Pot Podcast. Be sure to follow our YouTube channel, The Melting Pot Podcast, all one word. And y'all already know, be sure to follow us on IG at The Real Melting Pot. That's T-H-E-E Real Melting Pot.